beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord. I like hearing of Herod's dilemma. That when he would hear John speak, he was disturbed, but at the same time, he was drawn to his words. In our world today, we look around us and we see the world, the spirit of the world around us, and it's drawing everyone, they're all seeking for truth, but anything that has to do with pleasure, my truth is based on how I feel, what makes me feel good. So the world starts to seek out the groups, persons and groups that will support what I, the truth that I profess it to be. But Jesus came to be the truth, even when it goes against what feels good. And we see John always pointing towards that, the Baptist. He was always pointing to the truth of Christ, even when he was in the womb, leaping for joy, making known that the Incarnate One was in our midst. And he certainly was speaking to the truth in the wilderness when he was preaching about making straight the paths, and that the sickles at the threshing floor, things are going to be cut down. The only people on which matter to, to live their lives. When soldiers was asking what to do, he would tell them, which would be contrary to what everyone else was doing. But he always kept pointing to the truth. And even in his death, he would point to the truth. And so we can see that this truth of his was as if it was sealed by the martyrdom. It was always pointing towards Christ. That was the, that was the mark that what he spoke was true. And because of that, the rest of us are required to speak the truth, even if it means our own head. Herod didn't arrest John because he wanted John to deny Jesus. No. He did it because he wanted him to keep silent about the truth. About the truth of Herod and his, his brother's wife Herodias living together. And the Jewish leaders would try to silence the truth of Christ by crucifying him as well. But Jesus says that I have come to testify the truth. And that's what Pilate says, what is truth? It was truth in the midst. So you and I are called to go out, even when our head may be on the chopping block, and let that be the witness of truth to the world. Even when it's in season and out of season, we're to speak the truth. To our family, our friends, when opportunities arise, when there's a breach in the conversation, we're to speak the truth. But words can be empty unless they're followed up with actions. Because that's what people notice the first, and we all know that. Actions, as we always have heard, speak louder than words. So let our actions reflect our words. Let our actions reflect what we believe and profess as the truth. Let John be our example, our model of preaching the truth in good times and in bad. Whether we're before servants or kings, it doesn't matter. We see that in Mother Teresa. I use her because she's a modern example. She didn't matter who it was. Even the nun that spoke at the convention the other night spoke the truth. So we're called to do the same. So maybe we want to jump on that bandwagon. Speak the truth, 
even if in prison. Because that seems to speak the loudest truth of all. Barnabas seems to speak volumes. Even the communists were fearful of creating martyrs because they knew how it could stir the people to compunction and galvanize them. So let us be martyrs. And if not in blood, certainly in, in life, the spirit of it. And we are despised by the world, but that's okay, because our world is the world that is to come. This is only a place where we're put in the crucible to learn to love, and to learn to love, we must learn to forgive. And all that, always speak the truth as St. John the Baptist has taught us to, even when he preached it with his head on a platter.